Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the 22nd day of January, first month of the year, 22nd day of the month. We are in the first book of the Bible, 22nd chapter. I didn't do that on purpose, but it's kind of a nice, happy little coincidence. We will get into some of this journey of Abraham and his son Isaac up Mount Moriah towards what Abraham thinks is potentially is a child sacrifice slash resurrection ceremony about to happen. Um, We'll get to that in a moment. I want to tell you about the sermon that you can expect tomorrow on this platform. And of course, visually, you can find it at paulwhiteministries.com. You can find it at our YouTube page. YouTube, our page is PWM. This sermon that we will air for you is a is one that I actually preached in the summer of 21, but never aired. I never aired the video because it is a sermon that we did for Taleo Bible School, which is an online biblical studies course. I was invited to be a part of the inaugural year of the Taleo Online Bible School. And they took five, I did five new sermons and presented it to them. They also took a handful of my previously released material, sprinkled it into different cohorts. And uh, my, so, so several of my sermons are across several different classes on the Taleo Bible School. The sermon we're going to put up tomorrow has, is a part of the five that I have never released, but I'm doing it in conjunction with Taleo Bible School, who has asked each professor to promote the platform a little bit on their own platform. And so I talked to the, to the president of the online school, and they thought it was a good idea, too, to air one of the classes. So the, the, the message, the lesson that you will see is titled Hearts Established by Grace. It's in the cohort titled Hearts Established by Grace. And it's part one of two, although I'm not going to air the second part. It's not as if you, it, 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 it's, it's a, like a classroom setting. Of course, there's more to be had in the next class, but you'll definitely get a lot out of it. It is an overlook of the book of Hebrews and what it is trying to do when, from the standpoint of the author, for the standpoint of the reader, but most importantly, what it's trying to do to highlight Jesus as the centerpiece of a new covenant If you can get that information, I believe your heart will be established by grace. So look for that sermon. At the top of that sermon, for about a minute, we do a little audio intro where we introduce the sermon, why we're doing it, and the links to Taleo Bible School and all of those uh, appropriate links to find more information about that school and about our ministry. So check it out whether you have the audio or the video version. It's titled Hearts Established by Grace. It will post tomorrow, and I think will perhaps cause you to want to run over to their website and check out some of the other things that they might have to offer. You can take each class per, pay for each course, or you can pay one fee and get a discount on all of the courses. I I don't know every single person that teaches in the online school in that inaugural year, although I do know a few of them personally, um, but I don't know everyone. Um, so I, I can't account for everything there, but I, but I do really appreciate and respect the overall tone 
of the ministry. And so I'm happy to put my endorsement on what they are doing. Okay. I, I, I hope you'll check that out. Now, for the next few minutes, let's talk about the eighth verse of Genesis 22. Abraham says to Isaac, and of course, the lead in as they're carrying the knife and the fire and the wood. And Isaac says, Dad, we have all of this, but where's the lamb for a burnt sacrifice? Or where's the goat? And Abraham says in verse 8, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. And that statement in Genesis 22.8 provides the impetus for God to do the work on behalf of man as it regards sacrifice. As you look at the Old Testament, it's man offering for God repeatedly over and over and over and over and over. Even in the Abrahamic covenant, Abraham provided the bullock and cut the body in half and the lamb and the goat, the pigeon and the turtle dove. He provided all of it and then poured the blood on the ground and God put him to sleep. But Abraham says something prophetic in Genesis 22. God shall provide himself a lamb. And this comes to its fulfillment when in the first chapter of John, we see John the Baptist baptizing people in the river Jordan. He looks towards the horizon and sees the silhouette of a man and instantly his spirit leaps and out of his mouth comes the words upon which we frame Christ as the sacrifice. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And John knew what he was doing by calling him Lamb because by calling him Lamb, he's pulling up imagery of the Passover Lamb that Israel offers and consumes that marks their deliverance from their oppressor, namely Egypt. But by calling Jesus the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, he is broadened the borders beyond Israel and Judaism. And for the entire world, Christ becomes the ultimate lamb of sacrifice. He becomes the moment that God provides himself a lamb. Now, we will find as we unpack this Mount Moriah story over the next few days that God does literally give a ram in the thicket for Abraham. And and we're going to see what that means. But for purposes of this statement, God provides himself a lamb. It does work on Mount Moriah. It literally happens. But in a greater context, it happens in Christ. God provides the sacrifice. This is why it's so confusing to try and present new covenant truths and wrap them up in an old covenant package. New wine, old wineskins. The new wine is we have a sacrifice that has been given by God on our behalf. Old wineskins you need to do in order to get God to do. And the Old Testament is God demanding of us sacrifices. The new covenant is God providing himself a lamb. In, re- in reality, it's we've always provided the lamb, and then in Christ, God provides the lamb. So make no mistake, 
from the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry being baptized in the River Jordan, the title of Lamb of God hangs over his head. And if you are the Lamb, then you are the sacrifice. I want to show you tomorrow, Jesus does not relinquish that title. And to do that, we'll have to talk about some things we've talked about before in regards to the Lamb. But man, are they worth bringing up again? We'll do that tomorrow. I hope you have a fantastic day. Grace to you. God bless.